All right. Hey, episode 10 something. It's the episode we've all been waiting for. We're recapping my most recent trip to New York. And I couldn't do it without my dear friend and comedy comrade, Joey Rinaldi. <laughs> Happy to be back on. I'm hoping that's your last trip because I think the next time you come, you'll be moving here. That That's actually a really good point. Like I have some things in the works now to, to get some stuff done, get up there and do the dang thing. Finally, man, I'm excited. Good, good. That's what I'm talking about because the city's fun when you're here. Dude, okay, so here's the deal. I got to start off by saying this. Uh, you've you got to relax. <laughs> yo, you got to relax, bro. All right, so here's the deal. Uh, you've entered the Five Timers Club. This is your, this is your fifth episode. Nice. That's all you have to say about that. Can, can, can I put that on my, on my resume when I'm five, to a job? Five yeah, Timers Club. Yeah, I went to NYU. Uh, I have experience in marketing, and uh, I'm on uh, the Franco's World Five Timers Club. <laughs> No, I'm honored to be on it, man. This is awesome. I love coming on this show. I just gave you a shout out on Instagram. I'll give you another shout out later. This is my show, man. Uh, I have more fun on this show than on my own podcast. And honestly, I think a few of my listeners really like you on here, too. I know a few of my friends follow you and stuff like that. So uh, you're good to have on here, man. But let's get let's get down to it. So here's the deal. So you want to talk about El Duque? Is that, is that what I'm hearing? We're going to talk about <laughs> baseball and weird uh, Grateful Dead songs for an hour. So I hope you're in. No, uh, <laughs> no, no, I'm not doing that today. I'm not doing that. Uh, but for the dead people uh, listening, Joey's got a tie-dye shirt on, and I have my bandana on, and we're ready to rock. Oh, I, I, I was vibing all morning. I sent you, like, a few songs today. I was just jamming out. I was walking by the water today, rocking my soul. Uh, I'm going to Miami tomorrow. I just saw the Knicks live at MSG last night, and, and so I'm just on one right now. I am on, a, like, a... I almost feel as if, like, in The Matrix, I, I ate the red pill, where, like, he's like, if you eat this pill, your whole life's going to be, like, fun and great. And that's that's the vibe I'm on. Ever since I've been vaccinated, man, I've just been going down this roller coaster of fun thing after fun thing. And, and, and it started kind of when you came over, because when I first got vaccinated, I got sick for a while. Yeah. And the sickness ended right when you came to see me in New York City. So since you visited me, I've just been on this high and let's recap the start of that high. We got to recap the story, bro. And you got to relax, bro. You got to <laughs> relax. All right. So here's the deal. I'm uh, Joey hits me up and he says, hey, man, we got a little uh, thingamaroo in the TV world to shoot. And you're on. And I said, OK, I'm on. And so I drive up there. It was a great drive to New York. I had a lot of fun by myself in my car, as I normally do. And uh you know, I, I realized like as soon as I get into Harlem, so I'm driving and I'm in Harlem and I instantly become New York instantly. I instantly become New York. So I'm driving, I'm driving and I'm like, and this like UPS truck just stops and throws on his flashers in like the middle lane, like, cause he's got to unload like all this stuff. There's nowhere to do it in New York. And I'm in my car and I go, yo, this is mad annoying, bro. <laughs> uh, I didn't know that was like a New York thing. Cause I've been saying mad annoying for a mad annoying amount of time yeah for, you've been saying mad annoying mad long bro mad long dog yeah you know, yeah and, and you know it's funny your perspective of new york is so funny because like your perspective of what new york is is basically like what i grew up with which is like my mom's from queens my dad was a wall street city slicker at one point so like that annoying new york is like what i was used to yeah so when i moved to new york and i was like i'm gonna be new york it was a different vibe it was like me being like 
want to be like Woody Allen, you know, and just like, <laughs> like critiquing people, being like, you know, like very Woody Allen, like, and like, um, without the dating the, the young women and stuff. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, so, okay. So I got to ask you though, what is like, so you wanted to be that type of New Yorker. What type of New Yorker do you see me being, or what type do I give you when I'm there? Well, I, I've said it a thousand times. So you, you come to New York your first time and you got like cowboy boots on, you got like some like short sleeve flannel and some graphic tee. And you're like, dude, can I bring this like Southern vibe all the way to like New York? Like, are people going to call me out? And I'm like, dude, you're overthinking it. You, you actually <laughs> are New York right now because you, you're, you're Bushwick, you're Bushwick hip, hipster look. Because in Bushwick and in, in the hipster world, they're not trying to be yo, tough guy, New York. They're not trying to be like Woody Allen, New York. The new New York that they've established is, bro, like, let me like wear like, like this like weird like Southern outfit, dude, to make it look like I'm from the Midwest while smoking some like hand-rolled cigarette, bro. And like, I'm going to like really like not even like seem like I'm New York. And that's how New York I am that I don't even need to be New Like, that's the new that's, version of New York. Yeah. So when you showed up in your outfit being like, oh, God, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be all Southern. Are people going to hate me? And I'm like, you are more Brooklyn than you even understood. Like, like you did not stick out. I stick out more than you stick out. You fit right in, bro, because whenever you get like walking somewhere, you put the head down and you, you're just trucking. And not to throw another dead thing out there, but you're trucking. That's you. You walk fast, bro. And me, even though I have these like long gangly strides and I got my boots on, it sounds like a horse is walking down an alleyway. Dude, I, I just love the New York hustle bustle. I also just love the fact that jaywalking is not a thing like multiple times you called me out you were like dude a cop's there you can't jaywalk and i'm like dude, dude the, we were we there was a police officer at the red light in front of us and you just did it i'm not saying it's a bad thing i'm just saying like i'm watching i got your back all i'm saying is there's a city where there's drug dealers pimps whores a fucking bank robbers man with well, this is new york city man they they don't have time for jaywalkers, okay? They're yeah. trying to figure out how to stop, like, uh, I don't know, uh, men jerking off on subways. That's more uh, pressing than, than me jaywalking. Yo, 30 people did get shot in the city last week, and we were just moving around there. It's because we were moving so fast. No one had time to shoot us. You know what I mean? We were We were, we were, we were everywhere. We well, were also, everywhere. I want to explain also the way you got to New York city, because you didn't really explain it correctly. What I didn't know if I was allowed to. Oh, let's explain it. It's fine. No one's listening. No, no one from that thing would be listening to this. If they do, that's a good thing. That, that means like your podcast got so big that these uh, TV producer people would be listening to it. So, okay. so it's all good. So basically I'm a uh, chilling at this film studio. That's helping me produce some content that I Maybe I, I guess I can talk about later. Um, they're helping me produce this content. I'm talking to one of the producers, and the producer's like, "Hey, man, I'm also producing this other thing. It's a TV pilot for this like new show where it's um we give degenerate gamblers like a thousand dollars to bet on sports games, and like we live watch them live bet. Uh, but we need funny people. Do you know how to bet? And I know nothing about betting, but I'm like, bro, I know how to bet." They go, but you need to bring like a running mate. I'm like, oh, I know a degenerate funny guy. And uh, I, I'm, you're the only guy I thought of. I was like, Franklin, I know you're in West Virginia. Uh, I know you, you, you uh, 
have no plans coming to the city right now, but you have to come to New York City because this is this weekend. Yeah, this is the first time your degenerate gamblerness is actually needed. And I and I need you ASAP. Bro, and the crazy thing is because we did that pilot, I'm back in the gambling brain. Like I bought a magazine yesterday. College football starts in like 90 days, and I've already started doing research. Did did I just like yeah relapse relapse bad wow and you know what's funny like the people producing the show are like what people don't understand is it's not actually like bad gambling it's not actually an addiction it's like (laughs) remember that guy was trying to tell us that dude (laughs) they're also like okay we're absolutely if i say what i'm about to say it might hurt us but like those people are also trying to sell a product. So obviously they don't want us to say like, oh, it's a problem. But I was like on there being like, oh, this shit's a problem. I, I'm getting the itch. Like, remember, I was like <laughs> you're live, like, like you're live on camera, like saying this. Meanwhile, they're in the room right next to you. Just being like, and we're going to move right past that. Like, dude, it was so funny. Yeah. So uh, you, you came down to New York City and, and we just we took the city by storm, baby. So let's get into, let's start with Friday. We'll do Saturday and then we'll do Sunday because Saturday to Sunday, that was like a whole blur. That was so much. That's New York. That's New York. That's New York, baby. And yo, you got to relax. All right. So um, Friday, we get there. We go out to a, a bar on the uh, Dylan Murphy's Dylan Murphy's. And they were all, I don't know if they were Irish or Scottish, but they were really cool. there. All, all really cool people. And, uh, I met your brother and I was like, yo, I'll, I got to get something for your brother. I got to get something for Billy. You go, he loves Coke, get him a diet Coke or something like that. No, never diet, dude. Just a regular. Coke and then Coke. we had a whole debate about table fries and almost got into a screaming match on, outside in the outside dining area at Dylan Murphy's about table fries and the etiquette of table fries go ahead say your piece you put a french fry on a table on the table for me and then i pick up the french fry that you said this is your french fry i'm putting on the table for you and i pick up that french fry and i go to dip it in the ketchup and then you got mad that i got table germs in your ketchup and all i'm saying is why would you want to give me table germs if you didn't want to give yourself table germs because you, you don't care about well. that stuff but you knew I was going to use your ketchup. That, that, I didn't like, know that. I thought you were an ant's ketchup, your literal blood-related relative. Table fries implies this table ketchup. I, did, I, I made it a point not to double dip because I know you're a That's fry. fair. But the thing is, you, you, you can't give me a dirty French fry and then not expect me to use it for your ketchup. So that, that, I took that personally, as Michael Jordan would say. I took that personal. Yeah, took that personal. I took okay. I ordered fries at the bar. And Aunt, Joey's brother, also ordered fries at the bar. Now, I was the one who ordered fries, and I said, I will take an order of fries. For the table. And you just assumed it was for the table. With three guys at a bar on a Friday night, we're not fucking ordering, like, individual plates. It's not like you're like, I'm going to go and get the rotisserie chicken and I'm going to get the group right next to us is ordering wings. Those guys that were Norman fans were ordering wings and stuff. Wings, table wings. No, they were not table wings, Joey. If I went over there and took a drumstick, they'd be like, this guy gets tables, man. As he gets it, he he knows the table wing code. You're flats all the way. And everyone knows it. How do you know I'm a flat guy? Who told you? I watched you eat wings on long Island. We'll talk about that later. Okay. 
How do you wait, wait? You were you were analyzing me, Joey. I it's honestly a curse. Like I can't. I'm I'm being dead serious when I say this. Like I can't stop. Like, have you ever seen like Powers of Ten? Uh, no. It's a it's a '70s movie where they showed us to us in science class and biology in seventh grade. It's called Powers of Ten. Or no, no, no. I was in actually like eleventh grade, and ironically, you were in eleventh grade, but taking a seventh grade class. God, shut up. Shut up. Uh. So basically it starts out and it shows people eating, you know, and then every 10 seconds, it goes like 10 powers at like 10 out, 10 out, 10 out, 10 out, 10 out. And then it's like a hundred, a thousand whatever. And you're getting out of like planets, galaxies, universe, all that stuff. And then it goes back in and then it analyzes inside of the food and then cells of the people and goes down to like earth's mantle or whatever. That is like, that is my brain ever on every scenario. I'm overanalyzing to the 10th degree. So you are, are talking about like, how did you know I eat? The wings like that because I can't turn it off. I wish I could, but I can't. Did you notice the other thing I do with my wings? Because if you didn't notice that, you're sleeping. Do you push down on the thing? Like no, you, I, pu- you push down I, on the wing. I I napkin pat down. Napkin pat down. Because there's too much sauce. There's Everyone, too much sauce. Well, the, Joey, that was a dry rub. Still too much sauce. Okay. I I I, I like this is the way I like my wings. I like them to be marinated as saucy as possible. Yeah. Because that's how they get to that good level of wingness. But then when it's time to eat, I like to take it off. And then people always want to see this bullshit thing. Dude, why don't you don't get sauce and you get wings on the side so you can put the wings on accordingly? It's like, no, no, no. I need the wing. The, the, it ought to be sauced up already. Like, like it's part of the process for me. Right. It's like, I need it to get marinated and then the takeoff. That's, that's almost as crucial as the eating right but i don't want to make this a wing podcast yeah okay so uh friday and then we have the whole table fries debacle and then we uh end up hitting your buddy sam up sam wolf great guy and we go to his friend's rooftop in brooklyn we just- of trailer trashing podcast you gotta check it out we're doing a live podcast in bushwick tuesday june 1st if you're in brooklyn if you're in west virginia and you want to come out start driving now it's a great show start driving now <laughs> max benelli max benelli uh who's been on the show before he's gonna do stand-up comedy to warm the crowd up troy and bond then, and then troy bond who's also been on your show is gonna be uh our special guest on the podcast. i am deep i'm so like i have this weird thing where it's like i'm in the universe of new york comics but i'm not a new york comic yet it's really weird um you're just like uh you're like a new york comic cu- not cuck that's not a good no word. joey i have the term i have the term here we go a new york comic adjacent oh yeah i was throwing we were throwing adjacents around a lot we kept saying the word it's a this adjacent we'll probably have another one um so friday night then we go to that rooftop place in brooklyn it was really cool just hang out with a group of fellas they're all really nice guys that was it was a really relaxed day saturday this is the day this is the day. Saturday is like one of the days. Okay. Wait, wait. You, I, I'm, I'm kind of offended that you're missing out. Like one of the most important things that happened. On what Friday. happened? What happened? Dude, did I or did I not cook up the most bomb spaghetti you've ever had in your life? Oh yeah, it was really good. And also, we were talking to women that uh, I was very disappointed in myself for talking to. Oh, that that was not eventful. I'm talking about the spaghetti, dog. The spaghetti was yeah, yo, the spaghetti was really good. If you if any if any girls out there like want a guy who can like cook well, Joey 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 literally makes like that's because I normally don't like spaghetti because like here it's egg noodles and ketchup, you know? 
Oh, that's disgusting, dude. I made you aber. How do you say it? Aberretta? Aber, aber, it's like some spicy. Don't ask sauce. me. It's good. And I put up my own little special uh, cheese. I put three cheeses in there. And don't, if you want to know, it's, it's ricotta, parmesan, and mozzarella. And you're like, is that too cheesy? No, no, it's not too cheesy because I just do a touch of all three. But you don't even notice it unless you're looking for it. It's good. It's really good, folks. It was really good. And it was even better the next day. It was good stuff. Oh, yeah. I, I ate it the next day, too. But, like, I, I, you were already asleep at that point. Okay, so. Like 3 a.m. snack. Saturday morning, we go get the classic sausage, egg, and cheese. We go shopping. I buy $60 <laughs> in T-shirts. Joey's walking around H&M like a madman. He's like, yo, that, that stone shirt's really cool. Oh, it's women's. I might get it. I don't know, though. Joey wants to buy an outfit for the pilot, which I understand. I, I, I have a weird thing, okay? Uh, when I am doing something that's out of my comfort zone, I don't know how to gamble. Uh, I, I, yeah, I just, I'm not a gambler. And I now have to go on a sports talk show where I'm talking about gambling and lying about me caring about gambling, which yeah. I don't care about whatsoever. When I do something out of my comfort zone, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to be out of my comfort zone. And there was another thing that we did that day that was also very out of my comfort zone. And what so we do. <laughs> what do you what, what the fuck do you think we did <laughs> we'll get there we'll get there so so whenever i do anything that's out of my comfort zone that i'm not talking about out of my comfort zone like you know getting like um like eating like ants at a thai restaurant with uh with uh with some with some friends who like exotic food that's not what i'm talking about i'm talking about when it's out of my comfort zone for my career when i'm doing something for my career that's out of my comfort zone I got to go to a store. I have to just buy a fresh outfit by doing that. It like, it's like, this is the outfit I chose to get in that mindset. It's like, right. I'm, I'm preparing like the fake it till you make it. This is like part of that whole fake it till you make it thing. I buy that outfit uh, and, and I get, I get all psyched up and uh, maybe it's crazy, but it, it works for me and it puts me in a good Zen state. Uh, I'm not really a Buddhist person, but I've read some Buddhist. Uh, right. You're, my, you're a diet. Buddhist adjacent. I'm a Buddhist adjacent. And I, I think that they talk about is uh, not following like rules of society, but following like the, like what makes like your mental seem right. And that, that is something that mentally feels right for me. That's good. That's good that you found that. But uh, before we left to go get sandwiches, we met, we got to talk to your buddy. Are we allowed to talk about him? I, I mean, yeah, dog. Uh, fucking the one, the only, uh, my best friend in the whole entire world. Uh, Ching Bing. <laughs> Ching Bing, bro. Ching Bing is the man. Ching Bing is so cool, bro. Coolest person I've ever met in my life. Bro. He's in Puerto Rico right now, and he Facetime me from Puerto Rico. <laughs> and tell me that I I have to relax and that uh and that uh, he can hook me up with Puerto Rican stuff in the future. Uh, that uh, Yo, you want to come down here and do a gig man we got and, you bro you got to relax and he, and he also he personally called me from puerto rico just to tell me yo while i'm relaxing on this beach i realize i'm very proud of you swear to god he, so i can't make this up ching bing man of honor yeah bro. i think i'm part of his entourage now i think you're a part of his entourage adjacent you know um <laughs> but so ching bang is is like yo i got the ferrari out front nine two forty five i'm out here i got the ferrari out front picking us up not us I, up picking him up picking him up and yeah. i threw the line at him where i'm like if you're here at 246 you're dead to me ching bang and he loved that he yeah. loved that line and because uh, he was like you know what i shouldn't be at 246 i should be out by then 
so Joey, so Joey, the reason he's uh, talking to Joey about this whole 245 thing is because Ching Bing is a celebrity in New York. And well, you have to explain that he's also my doorman. He has like five lives, and one of them is doorman, and one of them is New York, uh, I don't know, a celebrity. Can, can, I, can I explain? He, he's like a local celebrity in like Spanish Harlem, the Bronx, and some parts of Harlem because he is like, I guess like a rapper podcast security, gu security guard back in the day for like noriega and for um uh y clef john from uh the fujis or the b the fujis yeah and uh, definitely not the bgs not the bgs uh and the fujis and i guess like um noriega has a popular show called drink champs and they would have ching bin come on so a uh, lot sometimes and he was so funny that they were like yo we gotta give him his own show called thugged out thursdays and I have a thugged out. I should have worn my thugged out Thursday. I have a thugged out Thursday T-shirt. Actually, that's cool. That's cool. At the end of the pod, I'll get it out. And, and then uh, he was so funny on thugged out Thursdays that he was like, you know what? I gotta have a bigger podcast. And so Noriega just signed him to his new podcast called Smoke Champs, which is the little brother podcast of Noriega's podcast, Drink Champs. Right. And Ching Bing was going to the launch party of smoke champs and guess who we invited that's Ch for those at home that's ching bang and me and joey yeah and he invited franklin and me to come on down well he invited me to bring ladies and i did not feel comfortable bringing ladies down there because it was just i i didn't know what to expect i didn't know what to tell the girls i'm like hey you want to be my bitches because that's what he wanted he wanted me to roll up and be like yo this is my boy and these are my bitches and like, yep. i don't I don't have that clout yet. I, I mean, I may never have that clout to just be able to like. Oh, you'll get there one day. You'll get there. To have bitches? That's, that, that's next level. But anyway, so Ching Bing is telling us, yo, I got the Ferrari out front, 245 picking me up. And uh, 245 rolls around or 240 rolls around. And Joey and I are on Joey's uh, balcony. Joey's getting ready for his set. He has to do a set at this party that we have to go to for, for Ching Bing and the unveiling of Smoke Champs, the podcast. And we're check listening. out Smoke Champs. Check it out. It, it yeah. Uh, Ching Bing's really funny. I would check that out. Um, uh, Joey goes, Ching Bing's Ferrari's out front, and then <laughs> he, looks over hyped, his, he looks over his balcony. He goes, Oh my god! And I go, What? Like I'm thinking like somebody jumped off the balcony or something like that. He goes, Ching Bing's Ferrari's out front. So we run downstairs, scurry down there <laughs> like kids on Christmas, and see Ching Bing's Ferrari out front. Ching Bing's got his buddy. And uh, Ching Bing walks out of the back room, uh, just emerges from the back room. I think there were doves, but he had like. No, we, we, we asked them. We asked, yo, the Ferrari's here. Where's Ching Bing? And they go, Ching Bing's ain't ready. <laughs> Ching, Bing, Ching Bing is getting ready. And he was ready, dude. He, he had a pound. He had five pounds of gold necklaces on. He was he was swagged out. And then uh, he's, he gets in a Ferrari and his buddy's driving a Ferrari. There's a car parked in front of him just unloading like. I don't know, uh, luggage to like go back into the apartment that we are at. We are at an apartment building. And the, the guy goes, yo, this car's got to relax, bro. But, 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 yo, Franklin, I got stuff that to tell you that because like I was talking to him. You weren't talking. I don't know what you were doing, but you, I think I went down before you. You were like, I got things to do. I got to take a crap. I forgot I to, I know. I forgot to put deodorant back on. I forgot to reapply. Oh, you got to reapply. You got to re that, reapply. That's not, not reapplying is not New York. So anyways. Uh, yeah. I, I, I'm uh, I'm downstairs by myself. So this is shit that you I, I've not filled you in on. So I get down there. I dap him up. I'm like, yo, what's up? And he thinks I'm just like some random guy on the street just checking out his Ferrari. And oh, like, yeah. And I, and I, and I, and I, I kind of big leagued him. I was like, no, you don't understand. 
I'm part of Ching Bing's entourage, dog. I'm, I'm the comic. A- I'm the comic today. I'm performing. Like I- I'm getting paid to perform at this venue, and-, and still no respect. Like he was like, this guy fucking sucks. I he did not like me at all. No, he hated me. And- but the thing is, then he opened up to me after like being mean to me. He was like, let me open up to this guy. So because Ching Bing isn't still not out yet. Ching Bing is still getting ready. So that's why it was like so funny. I think he emerged as you came down. So he did. I'm. I'm outside posted up with the Ferrari guy. And I'm thinking this guy's a cool guy. He has a Ferrari. He must have been around the block before. And so I, I started asking him questions like, yo, how fast is your Ferrari going? He goes, bro, this is a nice car, dog. I really like this car a lot. I would never go fast with this car because I don't want to do anything to ruin the engine. I go speed limit. I drive safe. I don't cut people off. I'm like, wait, what? He's like, yeah, dude, I love this car. And I'm like, okay, well, do you ride it a lot? He goes, Oh, no, 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 no. This car <laughs> stays in my garage. I actually am really annoyed that I have to drive Ching Bing right now because, like, I'm not used to driving this car and there's going to be people who want to take pictures with it and, like, I don't want people touching my baby. I'm like, then I'm thinking to myself, do you even get laid because you have this car? And he's like, dude, woman, I can't, I can't, I don't trust anyone near this car. Not even woman. I'm like, dude, you are not understanding the reason to have a Ferrari. And then while all of this, you come down and tell them what happens when you come down. I come down and Ching Bing emerges and he's like, yo, we've got the Ferrari out front, B. And then he's got the, like, he's like wearing 10 pounds of jewelry. And, uh, and then the guy's like, this all, just a random sedan is like unloading luggage. And the guy's like, yo, this car's got to relax, bro. Wait, got to give backstory now. On Dugged Out Thursdays, Ching Bing's podcast, X podcast, rather, uh, his, he had a catchphrase. And his catchphrase on the podcast was, you gotta relax. You gotta relax. Yo, yo, Franklin, I love yep. you, dog. Yo. You gotta relax. You gotta relax, baby. All right, so we don't get to take the Ferrari out front, by the way. Uh, Joey and I, Joey is all the talent at this venue. He's not in the Ferrari. He, we have to take a, an Uber. We split an Uber. It's a van. Ching like, Ching-Bing's like, you gotta call an Uber same time I leave. Yeah, and we do. And we, you know what? We are in a minivan, Ching Bing's in a Ferrari. We get to the venue at the same time as Ching Bing. If there are links out there on the internet, I don't know who to tag. I don't know who to find, but we've seen the videos. Like, so we the go to Ching this- Bing, the real Ching Bing. I know, I know, I know. But like other people, those other videos. Gotcha. So basically we get to the venue at the same time as Ching Bing. We get out and then there's like a fake red carpet. Everyone has their camera out at this place in Chinatown. This venue with like, they block out all the windows so nobody can see in ton of security up front uh and people like have their cameras out and taking pictures and like ching bing is like a red carpet event he's like a celebrity and we're like standing on the street and we're like oh hey there's ching bing <laughs> no so so this is so funny for me because i've actually seen my boy like, like get bigger because i i've been to the thugged out thursday events yeah the thugged out thursday events were more low-key because like the thugged out thursday events dude there'd be like in a warehouse in the Bronx or Long Island city. You'd have to like know a guy who knows a guy who even get like a password in the event. And then you walk in and it's this big event where there's like all these drug vendors and, and, and pussy pop and twerking ladies. Yeah, man. And, 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 all, yeah. All, the, and all this shit. But like you have to like know about it. But like, I saw Ching Bing get to like a new, new level on this uh, with smoke champs because I've never seen him be public about it before this time. Literally, if you were walking in Chinatown, he was, it was a spectacle. You knew about it. Like, remember we saw like those like hipster uh, uh, Brooklyn looking dudes. And they were like, Oh my, this must be some fancy event. Did you yeah. hear that? Yeah. They were like, oh, Oh, hmm. 
Yeah. Just, well, you got the Ferrari out front. That's why, because you got the Ferrari out front. I, I know, but like it, it was crazy that like it was next level that like yeah. he's now at a point where he doesn't have to be on the outskirts of the Bronx. Now he can be in the front center of Chinatown, where right next to where I used to live. Yeah. And Joey made me go in his college dorm. Like that was like an experience. I would never take you to a West Virginia football game and be like, hold on, we got to go to my freshman dorm real quick. I would never do that. Well, West Virginia is not New York. That's the thing. Okay. Anyways. Uh, so, the West Virginia magnets are pretty lit. I did. Yeah. Uh, so we, so Joey and I get patted down like aggressively. I've never been patted down like that in my life, even by TSA. And honestly, I respect the guy for doing it, keeping us safe. So great job to the security guard. We Shout get security. Joey gets a VIP wristband because he's the performer. However, we haven't developed a story for me yet. Who's just Joey's performer, Joey's performer friend adjacent. Uh, so Joey just says, that's my manager. Joey just points at me with, you don't hesitate, bro. You go, oh, that's my manager. And then they give me the VIP wristband. So we get to go into like the green room. We get to go in these back rooms and all these special places. And like all these Dominican rappers are there. I think they were Dominican rappers. Uh, and uh, I don't judge people and stuff like that. Obviously, we're friends, uh, Squanto. Yeah, okay. Uh, I, mean, I almost called you Crazy Joe Gallo, but you told me not to do that. But, no, uh, I like Crazy Joe Gallo. I- I'm saying don't call him crazy. I-, I think he's actually more sane than people give him credit for. Okay, listen, okay, listen okay, the, okay. Listen to the Bob Dylan song, Joey. Joey! Okay, we got we to gotta finish, finish this story because we got to get to uh, Sunday at some point. Uh, so, <laughs> so we're there, and this whole play, like, they're rocking music. It's awesome. Weed everywhere. And I don't smoke, but we're, like, it's in a, the room is gray with all the smoke that's in there. It's yo. crazy. Franklin, I gotta give this, I gotta give you credit. You were like, you were vibing, you were chilling, you were being yourself. I was getting stoned. I, I got nervous. I got stoned immediately. Like the second we walked in, I wasn't smoking, by the way, you weren't smoking, but there was so much clouds in the air that the room was a hot box. Yeah. It literally became a hot box to the point where I know I smoke a lot of weed. I know the feeling of getting high. I, I, I felt my eyes getting lowered. I felt myself getting the munchies. I felt the whole thing. And I'm freaking out being like, yo, Franklin, man, like we have a shoot TV pilot edit tonight. I, I, I can't be stoned right now. Like, and Franklin's just like, dude, we're vibing, man. It's chill. Like, be oh, high. Yeah. Don't be I, high. We're doing it. I was like, and this I'm music like, is great. You know, I'm shaking hands with all these people. It's great. I, I know it, it was like the it was like the role reverse, like because I feel like I like, like you became me and I and I became you. Well, here's the deal, Joey. You had to perform on a flat surface in the middle of a warehouse where they hawk uh, fake Gucci bags. And you had to like in a room full of smoke, people just standing with their arms crossed, bumping music. It was not a good comedy environment for you. Yeah. L- let me set the scene. Okay. So this is like red carpet event that walks into this warehouse in the warehouse, every single window, anything that was shedding an outdoor light, what, what had was blocked out. They had, big black like boards just covering it uh so that's that, that's the the sports board of situation and then in this room is just so you know how at science fairs are like you know how book clubs growing up that like like in elementary school they had all these tables and on the tables there'd be books there'd be people behind the book like a job fair rather that's like yeah like yeah, yeah 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 it's not like a job fair book fair but instead of books and job people it's just drugs, like it's, all the yeah, drugs. It's just and, drugs, like and, and, garbage bags full of weed. Yeah, and then like, and the thing is, you can't make eye contact with these people because frankly, what happened when I made eye contact with one of them? They, 
They come at you. They go, yo, we made eye contact. So what are you trying to do? How much are you trying to buy? You, you want to buy in bulk? Yo, you a dealer yourself? I can help you with your business. I'm like, yo, yo, I, I, I just smoke. They go, oh, great. You just smoke? Then great. I can get you the Kush, the Dreamy Magic, the, the, the Grateful Dead, the, the, the Blue Skadoo and the Asshole Magoo. And I'm like, yo, 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 yo. <laughs> I'm not trying to buy right now. Oh, they're not trying to buy it. I got free samples. And before I can even say I don't want free samples, they're fucking like putting it in my hands, putting it in my But you pockets. walked up, you did walk up to one counter and they had like, it was basically like, you know how kids in the cereal aisle would just react to like what they see on the packaging? You walked up to a literal drug dealer and you go like, I really like your packaging and your branding. And he goes, thanks. And you go, oh, Weed he doesn't want to talk. Man. Weed business, man. Dealer adjacent. Dealer Jason, sorry, that's not real drugs. I redact the drug dealer thing. I'm sorry, I just thank, said it for comedic thank effect. Thank you, thank you. I said it for comedic effect. I meant no harm on that. Um, but so, so I go up to him, I'm like, yo, whoever did the graphics on this, like, is, is talented. I love your artwork. And he goes, you're gonna buy it or what? <laughs> yeah, he wanted you out of there. So Joey, Joey ends up. Uh, they were actually chilling in the green room, and it was a literal green room, which I like. Uh, and but all these guys are standing with their arms crossed, and they make Joey do two minutes in the green room and it was wait, and, you wait. Know, what explain what the vibe was before i got asked to do two minutes though it was uh nobody Ching wanted Bing. us there nobody wanted no dude okay so we stuck out let's fit joey i have to say this joey and i and the photographer were the <laughs> only were the only white people in the entire block which is fine but it was just funny like it, i don't care it's funny that's a funny thing okay and uh so Ching Bing is like sweating profusely. He's like, yo, I got to chill out. I got to smoke this blunt to calm down. And then and I got to relax. I got to smoke this blunt. So I got to relax. And then Joey, he's, he's every, every, then every like five minutes, Ching Bing would come up to you and give you like a whole like businessman special. Like, yo, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to talk to my boy, cut the music. Five minutes. You get up there. Do you little skit? And he kept changing the time. He'd be like 15, 20 minutes. And he go five, 10 minutes. And he go 10 to 20 minutes. He kept, he kept like giving you different times to perform. And then, uh, uh, <laughs> he's like, all you need to worry about Joey is get up there and be the funny white guy. You the funny white guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, just be white, yo. Like, cause like no one else is white. So you get up and be white, they'll be like, yo, that guy's white, and that, that's pretty chill. Cause yeah. like, you're white. And then and then there was pictures of us and Ching Bing. Like, us, we were like holding garbage bags full of weed and smiling. <laughs> and and, and uh, uh, I heard one guy say, "Yo, these dudes like this stuff." Like, like you and I are like smiling like idiots holding these bags full of weed and like <laughs> Ching Bing. Yo, and like nobody understood why we were with Dude, we were just there and we had VIP bands. That's all they knew. Yeah, and people would be like giving me the, the side eye like, this guy say you know Ching Bing? You know Ching Bing. And then Ching Bing would validate us and come over and be like, yo, these are my guys. Yeah, <laughs> Ching Bing did validate us. I do respect. I, I love Ching Bing. He's great. And, and so, so tell them, uh, let's do, the, I say we do the pep talk, then the two minutes. Because I, I think I got the pep talk before the two minutes. I don't remember what? The, what the pep talk where he's just talking about like get up there and be the funny white guy. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so I'm gonna take over, Franklin. We're yeah, in please. The green, we're in the we're in the green room, and I'm telling Franklin for like ten. Like I'm having a ten minute conversation with Franklin, being like, Frank. Do I, do I just tell him? Do I just tell him the truth that I can't perform? And I'm like, yeah, you got to tell him the truth. Yeah, yeah. Because like at this point, this is this is Ching Bing's happening. This is all happening because I heard this is his event. This is his life. This is this is 
his thing. One of his lives. And I'm and I'm representing him right now. Like, I, have a, I have a really important thing about representing people. Like if you ever like if I ever get a job like get a job interview because a friend of mine recommended me. Absolutely. I'm not, th- I'm not there being Joey Rinaldi getting a job. I'm being the Joey Rinaldi, the guy who got recommended. So I'm representing me and the guy. Like if Franklin books me on a comedy show, Franklin puts me on a podcast. I have to be good because not just for myself, but because Franklin's also putting, you know what I mean? I just absolutely whole, I this absolutely. Whole thing about like, I gotta not just do right by me, but I gotta do right by the people putting me in the situation. So now that I'm being put in this situation by Ching Bing, I'm like, I gotta do right by Ching. And I realized in this moment that I'm not going to be able to do right by anybody because this is not an environment that wants comedy. Nobody wants to like stop the music while people are smoking weed, jamming the head to rap music, uh, 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 making business deals and watching uh, sexy girls twerk. Like in, in that environment, the last thing you want is to beep, have this, the record stop. So I can be like, hey guys, I got some jokes. Isn't uh, dating during the pandemic crazy? Like, you know what I mean? Nobody, <laughs> nobody, like, like, and the thing is, stand-up comedy very much is a language, okay? And there's a yeah. rhythm to it. And nobody wants to hear a language they're not expecting for or like ready for or like even understanding. And, and like, like I was speaking a different language to them. I was speaking a different, the rhythm of comedy did not exist in this, in this realm, stand-up comedy, that is. There was a lot of funny shit happening, but, and so, I realize this and I go up to Ching Bing and I tell Ching, I go, Hey man, I don't want to make you look bad. I appreciate you wanting me to be here. I love, I love being here. I- I'm going to party here. I- thanks for having me, but you don't want me to do my thing here. It'll make the party bad. Did we just freeze? No, oh. that's uh, my make- face. It'll make the party bad. Uh, we just uh, freeze. And-, and-, and if you, and if you say that, like, I'm your guy, then I'm going to make you look bad. And, and I, this is your day. I don't want to make you look bad. And Ching Bing, this is why I realized he, he's, he's one of the real ones. He's one of the fucking real ones. Because he just looked at me, Franklin, and was just like, no, this is my event. This is my happening. This is all happening because of me. And guess what? If you go up there and bomb and nobody likes you, then fuck them because this is my thing. I want you there. And, and it's all about me today. And you is what I want. Fuck what they want. So if you yeah. get up there and suck, don't worry about it. But if you want to do good, my only advice for you, go up there and be the funny white guy. That Yeah. And honestly, that is pretty good. That was pretty good advice by it him. It was pretty good advice. And so at this point, I'm like, okay, I, I guess I have his blessing to be bad. I didn't want to be bad. I really wanted to be good. But the thing is, I was doomed to fail. Yeah. And then as I'm now getting ready to like, okay, whatever happens, I'm doing this. He goes, but let me vet you for a second. I'm like, wait, what? I thought we were all going to go, no, no, no. I still need to vet you. I'm like, okay, what do you, what do you want? He goes, right now, to everyone in the green room. So this is the VIP. These are the people I presume are going to be the rappers. Oh, remember? <laughs> Two of the guys in there were like hardcore drug dealers. And uh, I was like, oh, why are you guys here? You guys also artists? They were like, no, we push. I'm like, yeah. Oh. I, was yeah. Like, I was like, what? They go, push, man. I'm like, oh, is that the name of your rap duo? You guys are the pushers? And they go, no, no, no. We're drug dealers, man. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh. Those guys were nice, though. They were nice guys. The niceness factor is the is how I want to reca- like end all this because we have to talk about all the nice people we met. They were really and nice. Knew- we also have so we have another day and a half to we we have not gotten off Ching Bing. We have another day and a half to recap. So so long story short, Franklin, they make me do two minutes of comedy in the green room I, with everybody want- arms crossed. Everybody's want- arms crossed. Stone and these guys are mean. They're mean looking dudes. Not like mean like I'm saying like they're actually mean, but like. If you just saw them walk in the street, be like, oh, that's a mean motherfucker. So now yeah, it's like all the people you wouldn't mess with. 
take over, Franklin, because I want to hear your perspective of what I did. Because my perspective is too, it's too, it's too much. So he I told a joke and it got laughs, and then they started saying like, "Yo, that was funny." Don't tell that same stuff on stage. But they said, "Don't I be saying that stuff." What was my composure like in the green room? Yo, so- you you muscled up, you muscled up, and you did it, bro. You did it. You muscled up and you did it. That's all I'm going to say. Like you just power through and you're like, here's one of my jokes. It has worked a lot. I'm just going to do it. And I like that. And, I, and, and, and then we got on stage and Ching Bing introduced you as a really rich white guy. And I don't think the crowd liked that. And then the biggest reaction you got was let's give it up for weed. How many times did I give it up for weed? I think I broke the record <laughs> of bringing up for weed because this was my, my whole strategy. Bring it up for weed. Tell a joke. Silence. I know that joke bomb, but you know what is the bomb? Weed. weed. Okay. I got applause break again. Tell a new joke. That joke bomb. And I'm like, hey, guys, I know that joke sucked, but later I want to suck down some weed. weed. <laughs> yeah, and, and literally. You're like, you're it, like, we're in New York. Let's let's get a yurt. Yeah, exactly. So, like, I, I, I basically survived my set. By getting the crowd pump about being from New York, smoking weed, and the fact that we all love Ching Bing, those three Joey things. Was, Joey was supposed to do ten minutes. He did three. I, I it was it was it was three and a half. Dick. And then immediately after the set, all those you know, there was a couple people that were really nice. Though I forgot the one lady's name, but she was really nice. Um, That's my and, girl. And then we're out front. Everybody's getting pics with the Ferrari. Not us though. We thought about it. We should have, but we didn't. Shut up. We should have for the memory. And then memory. we uh, then then we take the, the path. We get to Jersey. We talked about the pilot, the sports gambling pilot. And I don't know how much we can talk about, but uh, it was good. Uh, but Joey and I did really well and they liked us a lot. I, I can I can assure you that much. And then I want to get into this part of the night. This is my favorite part of the night because not to make my parents upset. And I hope they're not listening to this episode. What? Eve Laura, that's my girl. Eve Laura. Eve Laura. Shout out, yeah, sh- yeah, shout out to Eve Laura. I don't wanna, I don't wanna upset my parents too much, but I think I met God Saturday night, and God is an Uber driver in Jersey City. <laughs> wait, 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 wait a second, wait a second. Before we get to God, I know you just said it, but I want to say my piece about everybody we met. Okay. Even though I was out of my element comedically. Nobody gave a shit and no. everybody, everybody there was so sweet. We met no, nothing but the nicest people. They all followed me on Instagram. They, they, they all like, even like two, two or three different people individually come up to me like, yeah, yeah. You, you did not cool here, but like, I can picture in a different environment with nicer people in a different world. And like, uh, you know, like, uh, it, it could work. Like, like, like people yeah. understood. Yeah, for real. That, like, I follow a what, couple of those guys too. People understood that like what I was doing, has relevance anywhere else <laughs> absolutely absolutely joey and, and, so, and that's that's smart of you to acknowledge that because 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 i don't want them to hear this and be like oh they hate us no we love them and no I they were awesome i had I have, so much fun they were they, they were honestly they were fucking awesome but no and that's not, not even all- my environment like i don't smoke weed at all but that place was fun but they were not as awesome as god and, and now i want to get into god because this guy was unreal so <laughs> Like Joey gets, we get into the Uber. This guy's bumping like two chains or something like that. Did he say he was Indian and Trinidad, Indi- Trinidadian or just Trinidadian? Uh, he was Trinidadian, but uh, there's people like, I think there's people from India that like migrated to Trinidad a long time ago. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, he was whatever that is. And 
dude, he was so cool, man. And he wore these fingerless gloves, like Rocky. And uh, he just like kept telling us about like, he's like, this is my car. I got my CRT license, CLT license. <laughs> what was the license called again? I think it was, the, I don't know, a CRT or something. Yeah, he was like, not every Uber driver has this, but I got it. I got certified. Like it was like, it's like a next level of like the Uber. It means, it means he's like, if you don't have this license, it's your car as the passenger. But no, now it's my car. We listen to what I want to listen to on the radio. But but he also went on a long speech about how even though I get this like awesome certifica- certification, I can have any job I want. I could be a waiter. I could like, 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 he was like, I can do all these different jobs. Yeah, he's like, I work at the courthouse, but I, also oh, I'm God. Yeah. yeah, he's like, he's like, I have a day job. I work at the courthouse. I, I, I'm a no- I do notaries. I, I'm a notarider. But the thing is, he goes, I stay out till four in the morning in New York City driving Uber. Yeah. yeah. And, and so I do that. And the reason why I do that is because I like providing a service. And if you're in my car, you're getting a service. And, and you should, if you want to lower the music, I have to lower the music. If you want me to roll the windows up, I'll roll the windows up. I want you to do a service. Any Uber driver that tells you differently isn't doing his job. Absolutely. And I'm like, and then, and then we were like, dude, appreciate you. Love you. We're low maintenance. It's okay. You don't yeah. have to. You don't have to walk on eggshells for us, baby. No, he's like, no, but the reciprocity of gratitude, if we're a good person, we put good things in the universe, we get good things out. And I'm just like, this guy has some sort of, he's God adjacent. And, and then like, we like weirdly went on a philosophical conversation with him, but it wasn't like one of those like deep introspective conversations where no. you're like going into it. It would just be like more like we're sitting in the backseat, minding our own business. And Franklin would say something like, like every five, every, like it would be like five minutes later after a silence, Franklin would be like, Oh, there's a nice part of New York. And he'd be like, it is a nice part of New York. And it's also a nice part of the night to be mindful and forgiving. Silence. Yeah. Silence. Yeah. And then I'd be like five minutes later. Hey man, I like this song. He goes, yeah. And this song brings me back to a peaceful place in my youth. And you also look, remind me of someone from my youth. And we all connected. And then suddenly, you know what I mean? It was like silence, bro. But it wasn't a creepy thing. It was like warm and inviting. And I don't know. People say like before they die, they get an overwhelming sense of peace. And I think I got a hint of that in the back of an Uber. And you know what's funny? I didn't tell you this piece of the story. This is why I think like he's like not real. Dude, he's not. We turned our. Okay. So he we got out of the car. He rolled his window down and he waved like this, like Princess Diana. He waved like that. Goodbye. Okay, and I guarantee you, we turned our back to go into the train station. I guarantee you, he drove off and his car went poof, disappeared because he descended from heaven to drive Uber and then he went back. He ascended. So I, I, uh, I have a different approach. I actually believe in Greek mythology a little bit. And I think okay. he's, a, I don't know which God, but I think he's a Greek God that came down in the form of an Uber driver to test humans and to see what humans are like and and this is a very common thing greek gods would do and he was coming down to be like let me be this weird guy blasting asap uh blasting two chains while also talking about weird philosophical shit uh and trinidad uh, trinidadian authors yeah yeah oh we did talk about ns uh wait cs wait why why am i forgetting don't ask me nepal nepal i don't know why i always forget his his uh, but anyways, uh, um, we're talking about Nepal. We're talking about Miguel Street. We're talking about um, uh, other things that this author's written. And he's like, I'm testing them, and I'm seeing, and I'm seeing their boundaries. And, and based on how they respond, I can give them good or bad karma. And I think we passed. I think we passed. 
I think we did too. And I think the better we talk about them, like I have not, that's one thing that's like stuck out in my mind. I have not stopped talking about like how, like some, just the weird energy in there. Like that was the most genuinely kind person in the world. And there's two things that, that make him so not real because he did something that was very un Uber like I told him, Hey man. Uh, oh, wait, wait, wait. I, there's so much stuff that's un Uber. Like, I I ride Uber a lot. I've I, I've been I, I've had the beta of Uber back like in 2010. That's how far I've been in the Uber train. I know Uber, right? And I know that you can change a trip on Uber. I have done it the other day. I know how to change trips. I'm, I don't want to brag, but I know how to change an Uber trip mid ride. And mid ride, Franklin and I were like, we have to fucking um get to Brooklyn. So I was like, oh, let me change the ride to Union Square so we can catch the L train to Brooklyn. Okay, very simple thing. There's nothing to change the app. There's nothing to change the app. That's, okay. That's true. Which is weird, which is weird because I, I know how they use this app. It just wasn't there. So then I tell him, and I go, hey, man, we need to change the app. And he goes, why are we trying to go? And I'm like, well, I'm just trying to get to either like the, the J train or the L train because I'm trying to get into Brooklyn right now because I want to change my ride. He goes, want me to drive you to Brooklyn? I'm like, no, 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 don't drive us to Brooklyn. Just but what if we would have driven to Brooklyn, bro? And I was like, and I was like, I would like to get to the L train. And he goes, well, where do you want to go? I'm like, well, I want to get to Bushwick. I know there's an L train version, a J train version. And that's when he goes, he stops the car and goes, don't take the L. The J train's right here. He stopped the car and the J train appeared, right? <laughs> oh my God, you're right. We were right there at the station. We were there. We were there. He was like, stop right here. Get on. Remember, he was like, no, remember he said, I normally would drive down to that J train, but today that service isn't running. So I'm he dropping you off. How here. did he know everything? He knew everything, baby. He knew everything. And that Dude. Is the, this is the crazy part because uh, we were in such a rush. I, I normally go on my phone and I, and I give a five star tip. I get five stars. And I give them a little tip. Right. But because we were in such a rush, I didn't look at my phone. We just got on the J train, went to Sam's party. And that morning I was like, you know what? I got to go on the Uber app, give, give my boy five stars and give him a tip. Nothing. We shared that ride. Go and tell me if you can find that motherfucker. I can't find him in past trips. I think trips, we dog. shared it. No. It was all you. It was all you. Dude, he's not in past trips, dog. I looked. Dude, I want are you joking me? Are you kidding me? You didn't tell me that. You didn't tell me that before. I was waiting for the pod to tell you this. Dude, and, and, we met a great God. That guy well, does not exist on earth. There, there's a lot. I have what? So you, I oh want my this. Oh, God, bro. I want this to all to be true, but there is one logical reason why he didn't pop up. The logical reason could be this. He did kept on saying that I have a special badge with Uber and that I, I don't work for Uber. I, I work for my license company and the license company is allowed to use Uber. So I'm thinking. Uh, no, I like your story better. Well, I I just wanna I I I I am trying to understand why this why we could and I think maybe that's why we couldn't change the trip. But the whole thing's kooky. Also, I don't even know if that licensing company is real. What, what I, I never heard of a third party licensing company that I swear it was like C L T C R T. I got I got my C D C whatever he was saying. Yeah. He kept on saying it. He was like, I just got it, baby. I just got it. Dude, what if he just got like his license? Then that's a license from like the heavens, and he just got his license to walk around on Earth. Do you think he got his wings that day? Like, in it's wonderful life. I just want to know what's gonna happen to us. 
probably. Uh, well, you know what? We, I, I think. Like, do you think I, we're I, permanently blessed by that Greek god? Well, no, he gave us a blessed day Sunday. I think that's why we had such a blessed day on Sunday. Okay, so we got to finish out Saturday night. Are we done talking about the Greek god? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All sure. Right. All right. So we get on the train, and we go to this rooftop party in Brooklyn, and it was Best party since I got vaccinated. And we're I'm backed up. Joey's backed up. Had a lot of fun. Uh, people were lighting off fireworks. There was like, there was like DJ equipment, and I would like it, we were and we danced our little hearts out with you, me, Sam, uh, and two of Sam's friends. Some dude, I ha- two dudes I have not seen since like eighth or seventh grade. And we danced our hearts out till four thirty in the morning on a rooftop in Brooklyn. We started seeing like blue in the sky, like the sun was kind of starting to rise. It was so much fun. Every now and again, Sam and I would get behind the DJ equipment and act like we were spinning knobs, but we weren't touching them at all. We'd just be like acting like we were DJing the party and stuff like that. Bro, it was so good. Joey Joey ended up getting a ticket to Miami. His brother called him and he goes, yo, I got you a ticket to Miami. Joey stops the party and he goes, I'm going to Miami. And, the, and then crickets. I Nobody said- cared. I said it as if I was like, um, like the first overall draft pick. Like you got I, signed by the Dolphins. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, that's it. I'm going to Miami, and I'm. Like, I wanted like that draft day. Like my mom, yeah. my family all comes and hugs me and goes, "I can't believe you got drafted by the Dolphins." And no, but no, no, but it was nobody cared. Yeah, um, and, dude, uh, I, I've never danced like that. Dude, they were just playing that EDM house like fashion music, and it was so groovy, bro. It was so and, much fun. And I was doing my thing. Like, I, I was making up my own dances and shit. I, I was vibing. Nobody was vibing with me, but I was vibing with the music. And that's what tell, a, tell the audience about that girl that you were talking to that basically had you run down the friend group. You were talking to that girl, and then she went up to, I think, Dan. Oh, shit. I vaguely remember this. Where, like, this girl comes up to me, and she starts dancing with me, and like, we're vibing. I'm like, wow, girl's dancing with me she's dancing yeah, with me yeah yeah and she's like so like who are you here with and i'm like oh i'm with this guy i'm with this guy and she goes okay so that friend of yours is named sam i'm, I'm not sam like, like dan i'm like yeah she goes great i needed that thanks and just runs up and goes hey dan i'm like she was vetting me she was using me to get to Dan. no you talked about me and then you talked about sam and then you talked about dan and you said we're the most vague about dan yeah, yeah, all right. That's what I right, sorry. I, I was I, unlike you, uh, I was drunk and I want to circle back to this in a, one second, but I will say I was so drunk that night because I was like playing Fortnite at this party because there was no bodegas open for some reason. We, we look, we couldn't find a single bodega to buy beer at because we wanted to bring our own like six pack of beer so we can get drink and whatnot. And we sh- no bodega, so we were like, let's just see if there's booze there. We get there, Sam's like, there's no booze, all we have is this like, um. This handle schnapps of or whatever. Schnapps. And my, my, my co-host, Sam, of Trailer Trudging Podcast. Go check out Trailer Trudging. Sam just has a solo cup in this handle. And so me and Sam, like, just like lovers uh, on, a, on a cute little, like, like romantic evening. We're just sharing this fucking solo cup of peppermint snaps the whole fucking night. So romantic, so cute. But then I was like, something's got to give. I'm not just going to drink peppermint. Pepper. There's no chaser. It's just peppermint snaps. I was like, I'm not going to just do this. I got to look for something else. And so I felt like I was playing Fortnite. You know, in Fortnite, you like raid through houses and steal shit. And, and yeah, guns. yeah. So I'm like in Fortnite mode. I'm like, Let me meanwhile, it's do. just a rooftop in Brooklyn. Not a lot of room packed. Uh, yeah. So I'm walking around. Sure enough, I find a 12 pack unopened 
white claw. I think it was open. I think there was like eight left. Yeah, from the and top pack. those we and, those and were so, confiscated. So I was like, let's all take one because let's not be dicks. Let's not take all of them. So we take three. Half hour goes by, maybe. I'm like, let me see if it go if, if it's still there. Still there. And then at that point, I'm like, fuck it, it's ours now. Yeah, and dude, I, you found like one of those golden chests in Fortnite. Yeah. The, yeah, it makes the sound. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I did, baby. And it was crazy. And like, I don't even like White Claw. I hate White Claw. I actually don't drink hard liquor like that. I normally just drink Pinot Grigio or Budweiser. That's it for me. Yeah. Like this night, I was like Peppermint Snobs, uh, White Claw. I think I did a line of Purell earlier. Yeah, I was it was going crazy, off. bro. It was wild. And uh, but Joey's it, so there was a ton of gorgeous women there, and uh, you couldn't see them because it was black outside. Yeah, there was no lights. No lights. Not even like a little hint of like those classic Christmas lights that they always have in like rooftops or whatever. But I digress. So Joey's talking to this girl and this girl makes Joey give a rundown of his friend group. He talks about me, comic. Oh, yeah. And I guess like I'm a quote unquote actor now. He's like, he's a comic actor. He comes up here and I, every, I was telling everybody, I was like, yo, my buddy's this really funny comedian and podcaster from West Virginia. And he actually just flew into the city today because he's acting this new pilot that we're both in. Yeah. Trying to, trying to gas you up. Pump me up. And, yeah. And, and then I was like, oh, my buddy, Sam, my Sam's the man. He's a co-host on my podcast. He's also a really great drummer for this new band. He's opened for Foster the People before. Like, this guy is the man. You got to check out his band. And she's like, oh, who else are you here with? And I'm like, oh, I met this other guy, Dan. I went to middle school with him. Haven't seen him since middle school. But, like, he's a good time. He goes, good. And then she just runs up to Dan. And I'm like, yeah. what, what about the actor and the drummer? They're pretty Not cool. Not nothing to do with us, baby. Yeah, it, it's because I, I think I, I show too many cards with you guys. Yeah, I think so. But then after the party, it's the after party. And the after party for Joey is go back to the Upper East Side and go to a bodega where I speak Arabic to his Egyptian friend. Uh, my and friend. That, and my friend. Your, and you had your first chopped cheese, which I could only he explain. He goes, dude, he didn't, even, he didn't even say, he goes, you want choppy cheese? <laughs> he says, you want choppy cheese? And then, and then I'm so shit-faced. I'm like, I'm trying to like do like my due diligence as the host of New York City, Frank Franklin. Right. And I'm like, you know what? I'm in my deli. Let me give Franklin a tour of the deli. And I'm really giving him a thorough tour of like, this is where they keep the, 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 the bagels. This is where they keep the hard rolls. This is where they, they make the coffee. And as I'm giving him this tour, Franklin just like shuts me and goes, dude, it's a fucking deli. I get it. <laughs> yeah. Like, dude, you're just like, you kept saying, this is the macaroni salad. It's pretty good. You don't want that. That's the mozzarella and tomatoes. You do want that. I don't really trust the pre-made burritos. I get one fresh made. And I'm like, I know what food is it's like you're spit it's like dude you're talking to me like i'm encino man like i've been frozen for 50 years and then i come out well you gotta relax bro <laughs> yo i was so drunk and i'm just like i come to this deli a lot i want franklin to know everything about this deli yeah. that was my I, I had a mission i feel like and, and the craziest thing is that um chopped cheese is not what i always order i was telling Franklin because i sometimes get a turkey sandwich i sometimes get a Philly cheese steak i sometimes get uh chicken parm i sometimes get a bagel cream cheese egg sandwich omelet the whole like anything but he knew you want choppy he cheese you know so after that we go and devour that in joey's uh apartment it's up it's up it is by the way Aunt stays up till we get home and honestly that's like i don't have a brother but Aunt's my brother now too also he loves you we we're talking about you last night big fan of you we'll talk about that after because i'm am curious um you're not by curious you're am curious i'm am curious i'm a curious and uh 
so so the next day joey like we get up to, oh my god it is we don't get we don't five, go to sleep five, till six. five we don't go to sleep till 5 30 in the morning 8 30 rolls around in the morning joey is slamming trash for some reason i don't know what you're doing like you were just Aunt, like Aunt man Aunt, Aunt, my brother Aunt just likes to get the garbage stockpile up so when i woke up take a piss in the middle of the night uh well in this case 8 a.m which is middle of the night for me uh i'm like dude the apartment i don't know how frankly see by the couch i don't know i don't know how you didn't smell it the apartment it smelled bad in the kitchen i didn't smell it in the living room it reeked dude no it reeked so i was like dude you were just 8 30 in the morning bro and then and then you get a phone call from ching freaking bing at 9 a.m you get a phone call from ching bing at 9 a.m and you talk to him and you go yo my homie franklin would have gotten a tattoo of you if he could have he loved you bro and then you walk over to me i am trying to get a moment of sleep and you just keep asking me a question nonstop, nonstop, nonstop. and i go I go, Joey, can I please have a moment? I can have one hour of peace and tranquility, and then you can ask me anything you want. I was like talking to a child. I said, what? I said this verbatim. Did I not say peace and tranquility for one hour? But the funniest thing about it was, in Franklin's mind, five seconds later, I come up to him. I start asking him questions again, and Franklin's like, dude, I literally just asked you to give me one hour. And I'm like... (laughs) Dude, it's been like an hour and a half. What's wrong yeah, with you? Like, yeah. I you, dude, I, I was I out. I gave it you, and you didn't believe me. You were like, "It's an hour and a half to not go by, dude." You're lying. I'm like, <laughs> "I gave it to you." You did give it to me, bro. And then I had to check my, and then I had to check my phone, and I was like, "All right, I apologize." There's no trust. No trust. <laughs> but the whole day is planned around, and Joey actually got this. I guess middle of the night Saturday. He's like, "Yo, we're gonna go on Long Island, and we're gonna watch a Grateful Dead cover band." Tribute tribute band and you know what those guys ripped it up bro so so saturday rolls around we're planning this whole thing we don't have to get into a whole family debacle that happens we don't have to get into that no 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 no. uh but but long story short i haven't seen a live concert and that was barely a concert i don't don't know if we can call that a concert but i have not seen live music that's live music that's live music i have not seen live music in a very long time correct and i did something that i'm embarrassed about i got Uh blackout drunk i got so drunk where i was like waking not waking up what's the word coming to you what's the what's the word? yeah yeah coming to but like i'd be doing something and whoever i was next to, I had to i'd have to ask them can you remind me what happened the past like hour and i haven't done that since like college college and and, and i and, and the only way i can explain the way i was feeling that night is in college, I went through a phase where we were drinking like, honestly, Tuesday through Saturday. It was like only Sunday and Monday were the only two. You know, I take that back because we, 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 there was a Monday part. I was basically drinking six <laughs> days a week. I was, I was basically drinking six days a week. And in this middle of this like bender I was having for like three long months, I got mono. And I don't know if you know this about mono. You can't drink on mono. Like alcohol can kill you. Right, because your liver's inflamed. Right. Exactly. So I literally have to like stop drinking for like a month and a half. Wow. And I remember the first day my doctor cleared me to go back to drinking. I went to one of the craziest parties. I went to the, it was called the Wild Wild West party. It was the Wild Wild West Wednesday party. Okay. Nice. So it was a Wednesday night. And, you know, I, I didn't think anything of it. All I thought was, like, oh, I can drink again. And so I went through that drinking thing that I was doing all college. And next thing I know, I'm, I'm, I'm coming out of a blackout to all my friends being like, forcing me to go to bed i'm like what why are you guys fighting me i thought we had a party They're like dude 
you you were a mess tonight. And the thing is, it's because since I had that month and a half of not drinking, yeah, I went back to drinking the way I was drinking before, not realizing that I, I couldn't handle it. Right. And 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 because of the, the lockdown, the pandemic lockdown, and and not going to a lot of music shows, I think at that show it was that mono thing all over again. I was treating it like, oh, I'm seeing live music. I can get a little loose tonight. Right. And and the thing is, it, I I had to pay. I didn't pace myself. I I didn't prepare for it. And so I was like, not knowing where I was. And it was honestly a lot of fun. Dude. So uh, we go to this random, we meet up with a comic, Travis. Great guy. My man. Um, and, and Joey and I are, we get off the train in Jamaica, right? And then we get, <laughs> we get off the train to Jamaica and that was fun. And then we get back on the Long Island Railroad, right? We take that to the end of the line. We go all the way to Long Beach, which is an ex's hometown. So I love that. I love that. Uh, <laughs> that I got. I got that going on. No, but it actually was a pretty nice place. And then we go to uh, a ball, uh, a place called Pop Seafood, and I had muscles for the first time. I had never had a muscle before. I've had, I, I, I've had muscles like one time before, but yeah, we the muscles were good. We were muscling down. The muscles. The muscles were great. Uh, the wings were great. The wings were great. The table wings were great. And then we get to this Grateful Dead cover band, bro. Uh, and there's no entry. Like, but the uh, retaining wall on the outside is so low that we just like sit on the retaining wall for 10 minutes and then we just walk in. We're like, oh well, I guess we're guess we're in here now. And the thing is, I wasn't even trying to be subtle about it because the second we stopped over, I was in the middle of the dance floor. I was a spectacle almost. Oh yeah, bro. Oh yeah, bro. Um were I know we, we all were we all a spectacle or just me? That's no, we all were because our whole crew was into the dead. Uh, <laughs> some more than others. Oh, I got a phone number from this 62-year-old woman named Karen. And she gave me like seven uh album or uh, seven like live show recommendations. I've already I've already listened to two of them, Karen, if you're listening. Uh and Shout she gave out to me, Karen. She gave me her number. I have it saved under I have it saved under like Karen Deadhead or Karen Grateful Dead. And I said, I'm not gonna text you for months. You're gonna get a text from me on August 13th for the city field show. And I will see you at city field. Dude. Shout out to Karen. I, I love Karen. long Island women. That one girl kissed me. I put it on my Instagram story. Cause I was an idiot. I got lost on the beach. Uh, that was, I, I was in the ocean at one point. I love, I love long Island women. She goes, I'm Jewish and Italian. And I'm from long Island. I said, I'm in love with you. So, so Karen, they get a bad rap because everyone's like, fuck Karen's Karen's all the shittiest white people ever. This Karen was a Karen above the rest. She was something to remember by. Yeah. And then there's there's video evidence of Joey dancing around like a fool. I put that on my Instagram. We're trying to take Instagram pics. And I forget to smile because I'm hanging on for dear life. It was man, so uh, funny, bro. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. And, and we and lost I, Joey. We got to admit it. We lost Joey for a little bit. Joey was lost, but we found him. Key foods. I key was like, foods. yeah, you're like, I I'm buy like, the key foods. Oh, bro. And then you also like forced us to go to Waffle Barn or something like that. Waffle Cabin. Waffle Cabin. Shout out to Waffle Cabin. All right, this was honestly the most intense thing I've ever experienced in my life. I've been skiing my whole life, and Waffle Cabin, once upon a time, was only at like one or two mountains, and then it came to four mountains, then five mountains. But it's primarily, no, not, I don't want to say primarily. It's only a ski mountain thing. It's only a ski mountain thing. You can only get Waffle Cabin waffles at ski mountains. Right, and we got it on Long Beach, Long Island. And I fucking interrogate this guy. I didn't. I, I. I didn't believe him. I thought he was using the same name and logo. I. I thought this guy was a big fat wow phony. And so I went up there and I was like, "Give, give me the whole story, bro. Tell me everything." 
And sure enough, everything checked out. First ever non-ski mountain waffle. I asked some locals, and apparently they have a food truck on the beach during summer. So we're going to have to go back to Long Beach. Well, we will to see whatever that band was called. The the Half-Step Trio. Half-Step Trio. Bro, they did rock it. They played a great rendition of Franklin's Tower. They had a good uh, shakedown street, and they had uh, Down the Road Feeling Bad. That was really good. That was the best. Down the road feeling bad. It was really good. I want to be treated this old way. It was so funny, bro. So Joey's inside, like, I don't know what you were doing inside, but they start playing Franklin's Tower, and I see you sprint from the bar to the outside, and you come up to me, and you're like, ah! <laughs> it's your song. I know, bro. But, uh, man, Long Island was awesome. Uh, I don't remember. I, I mean, those guys were really cool. I only remember a couple of them. And uh, Get Travis I, on the pod. I will get Travis. I told him I'll get him on the pod. Yeah, I, I will. And, uh yeah. What was your favorite thing of Long Island? What did you like the most while we were there? Because that part, I mean, that was like a whole day, but honestly, that day was like a blur. The Long Island day was a blur. We got a few minutes here before we got to let you go. Uh, I, I, I think um, I'm, I, I'm trying to remember. Did, I think they played a dire wolf. Did they play a dire? I think they played a dire wolf that night. I think that was my favorite part. Yeah. I kept playing Bob Dylan songs. Yeah, it was the day before Bob Dylan's 80th birthday. Right. Yeah, I, I, I was, I was. They played a Dire Wolf, and I, and I was really, I was really vibing with the Dire Wolf. And so yeah, I, that was that in the Waffle Cabin. The Waffle Cabin looked good. I had one bite. You let me have a bite. That was nice of you. And I, I had to. And then, uh, man, just like I just, I did, I dug like a four foot hole on the beach. It was crazy, and nobody else wanted to get in the water. I got in the water. You got in the water. That was intense. It was freezing cold, bro freezing um uh, yeah man we just like i can totally see myself being like a 60 year old guy on long island just vibing out to a grateful dead cover band in like my backyard or something like that just having fun that's my life now i want to do what, nothing what? but travel around with the grateful dead and sell beads at shakedown street well, well, well that well not the selling beads but the the, the, the chiller on your back that's me on my balcony every day i'm just always on my balcony listening to, to the great music. dude the, the weather's getting nice up there man i'm i'm really gonna be bummed out if i don't get to move up there and, and vibe out and, and enjoy that nice weather with you so uh well, thank you for always being a great friend and, and inviting me up there and stuff like that man i, I hope uh everyone enjoyed this epic it was less of a podcast and more of an oral history of a crazy weekend <laughs> yeah it was a podcast adjacent podcast adjacent well thanks for having me on buddy and uh, i'll probably talk to you later today yeah man yeah uh thanks again and remember to check out all of joey's stuff the joey rinaldi trailer trashing all that stuff he's got some he's got some funny tv things in the works oh yeah uh, and uh, if you're in new york city i can't stress this enough i have so many comedy shows coming up that i'm personally producing i got a storytelling show coming up I got a live trailer charging podcast and I got, you know, classic traditional stand-up comedy shows. So if you listen to this podcast and you live anywhere near New York city, go on my Instagram, click my link tree. It's the link in my bio and you can get tickets to shows. And honestly, if there's a show you want to see DM me. I have comp tickets. If you listen to Franco's world, I'll give you a comp ticket. Use promo code Franco. <laughs> no, just, just DM me, baby. Hey, uh, thanks for stopping by. Remember to follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Franco's World underscore. Subscribe to the show. Tell your friends about it so it can grow, all that stuff. I love New York. I love, where were we at? Brooklyn. I love Jersey City. I love Long Island. I love it all. I love the whole tri-state area. And uh, I love you for listening. Thank you very much. Have a great day.